authors welcome back to another podcast episode my name is daria white and today's topic is on head hopping now for those of us that don't know what head hopping is i am going to be referring to an article or a blog post that i found by beth hill who is a fiction editor and head hopping as she defines it is what happens to the reader when a writer suddenly changes viewpoint character or point of view the practice abruptly abruptly pulls the reader from one orientation and thrusts him or her into another. One moment you're reading Ginger's viewpoint, seeing the world through her eyes, appreciating events through the filter of her experiences and expectations, and in the very next moment, we're watching events through Gunter's eyes and sensibilities, so we've head hopped. So, yeah, that's what it is. You're reading one paragraph, and you're really getting into it, and you're seeing it through Ginger's eyes, and you're getting to see how she sees the world and how she's processing things that are happening to her. But then in uh, the next paragraph or sentence, it shifts to someone else, maybe her best friend, Maria. And you're thinking, whoa, 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 what happened? I'm, I'm confused here. And that's the last thing we want to do as writers. We don't want to confuse readers. And by me reading over some material that I've agreed to read for other authors not all of them so if I'm reading your stuff don't think I'm talking about you (laughs) please don't but overall I am seeing this and I had to look it up because I know there is such a thing called omniscient point of view and I'm referring to Ellen Brock's article she's a novel editor and she writes on her post one of the biggest misconceptions about omniscient point of view is that it allows you to go into the viewpoint of another character in your story at any time this is not true omniscient point of view only has one point of view or viewpoint the viewpoint of the narrator this narrator stays the same throughout the entire novel the narr- the narrator does not go into the viewpoints of the other characters because it doesn't have to the narrator already knows about all of the characters this may seem like splitting hairs but it's a very important distinction the narrator does not go into different viewpoints it simply chooses which information to convey about which characters at which moments so omniscient versus head hopping now i'm still learning this like i said i'm still learning how the things and how things work in terms of structuring a novel but there have been times where i have read a book and i'm reading it in the leading man's point of view and in the next paragraph it takes me back to what the woman is thinking and how she feels about him and I'm seeing it because uh, there may be a distinction with italics and I know we use italics with flashbacks particularly but also we can use italics to reveal maybe a couple of thoughts from the character so that's what I'm seeing there so I'm pointing this out to other authors just to kind of give them a heads up because like I said the last thing we want to do is confuse a reader we want it to be as smooth as possible so let's say you are writing a scene in one point of view well how are you going to get the reaction of the other characters involved that's when the showing comes in versus the telling you're using the body language how are their faces responding with facial expressions you know how are they again their body language are their arms folded across their chest are they etching their eyebrows together are their nostrils flaring you're using bodily reactions and other ways to ignite the five senses through them even though it's coming from only one person in particular in that particular scene now I have done this before and I did ask again the editor on Twitter Savannah I asked the question about head hopping 
And she advised that you don't want to do that in a scene. And I did see this on Beth's blog post as well, that you don't want to shift a point of view in the middle of a scene. Because I have done this to where I didn't head hop, but I'll write out in one point of view, but then I'll do a paragraph break, maybe a few lines, maybe double space it. And then I'll write the rest of the scene in another point of view. I personally don't mind doing that because I can distinctively tell, okay, there's been a shift here. It wasn't just, it just kept, because I used to just write it on all one page and then it was pointed out to me. So I have done this before. So if you're still doing this, trust me, I've used to do this. (laughs) I used to do this, but now I'll make a paragraph break, even though it's the same scene, it's in a different character's point of view. But I'm also seeing that that's not good to do. Go ahead and complete the scene or the chapter. And then in the new chapter or the new scene, go ahead and change it over to another point of view if that's the way your story is going. So in that case, whether it's a chapter break or a scene break, that's up to you. I did ask Savannah that and she was like, well, when it comes to a scene break, you know, she was just advising, do everything you can not to confuse a reader. Again, you want to make sure that they have the best reading experience possible. So if you feel like this may be confusing to the reader, or if your critique partner or editor is reading through it, and they're pointing that out to you, then go ahead and make sure that you're not doing that. So like I said, I have done it, but I've made sure there was a paragraph break. And I went and continued the rest of the scene or I went on ahead and finished it and then I'll use about four asterisks there some people use a single hashtag for a scene break and then I'll continue it from the other person's point of view with the story so again as long as it's not throwing the readers off and believe it or not one book may be an exception to this I would not recommend it but I know there's an exception to these rules because there have been books that have been written with multiple points of view and it just worked for that story. So sometimes it just depends on the story. There was one particular book that I read and I only read it because I read a previous book by the same author. So I wanted to read the rest of her work. Well, this book was, I think, her first book. So compared to the one that I read and reviewed, she made massive improvements in her writing compared to the first one. So I read the first one and there was a lot of head hopping between the main lady, the leading lady, between the main character and the male character. And I'm reading it and it's all in the same paragraph. I'm reading the thoughts and his thoughts along with hers. And it, uh, to be honest, while I kind of didn't like it bouncing back and forth, it was still a gripping story to where I finished the book. So there have been times where I've read a book and I just bypassed it and it worked, but you really don't want to, you know, do that. So while I love the book in its entirety, it did that. So again, make sure that you're doing your research with this so that you can make sure that you're readers have the best experience possible with your material you don't want reviews that say okay this author doesn't know how to write they need to go back to the drawing board what in the world are they doing I got so confused one moment I'm reading from James's point of view then it went back to Ava and then it went to Maria next thing you know the the mother-in-law shows up and she's moved back into town and then it goes all the way back to the neighbor across the street fine (laughs) you don't want to do that (laughs) you don't want to do that so Again, I wanted to go ahead and discuss this because I am seeing it. And I just want to point that out that, you know, again, as you're writing, 
make the necessary changes to make it stronger to where it flows and it's nice and smooth. So I hope you guys have enjoyed this episode. And again, remember, if you wrote a book, it is already unique because you wrote it and no one can write a book like you. So God bless and I'll talk to you guys later. Bye.